0: Welcome to Interactions with Reality Podcast number 16. I am currently in our old abode. This is a 14 foot long by 7 foot wide utility trailer that was converted into a tiny house. So, it's a very, 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 did I mention Barry? uh, cramped, location, it was uh, not enough space, tiny houses, it's good if you're single, I mean, perhaps if you're single, or if you're a couple with uh, no children, cool, you know, but uh, beyond that, no, tiny houses, no, just not for us, not for us at least, I mean, you can make it work, but you gotta have um you got to have the mentality that goes along with it you know you got to be 100 percent content you got to be you know at ease uh if if you're if there's a worried person um if there's a stressed person who you know like you know, there's optimists and there's pessimists. There's people with the uh, the glass half full and the glass half empty, and all that sort of thing. Um, if you have two half full people uh, who see the see the world for all the beauty that's in it, and all that sort of thing, and uh, don't see any of the negatives, just tend to always see the positive yeah maybe you can get away with a bit more but uh if you got a a person who's a little on the the negative side not to say that negative people are all wrong it's not to say that there's you know they're bad people or that their mentality's off entirely but um you know they there's a, a certain level of contentment that goes with the uh positivity that the negativity people can't realize. Um and as they can't realize, like it's it's not like it, they could want to, you know, they could want to see things good and they could they could try for it and stuff like that, but it's just not in their mentality for whatever reason. So um that that is not conducive to tiny home living. So um not saying that, uh, you know, those people don't bring a lot to the table. I'm not saying that those people don't, um, have merit to what they're saying in the negativity. But I'm just saying, yeah, it's not really for tiny home living so much. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, tiny home, um, now we we have upgraded to a much larger establishment. Uh, it is huge, comparatively. So, um, good news on that front, I guess, because now we've got tons more space. The thing is, though, when you have a kid and you're in a small space, when it's time for that kid to go to bed, everybody's going to bed. Or... If you're staying up, you got to be really quiet. you got to keep the lights low and all that yada yada. Or whatever it is that you're, you know, is going to keep that kid asleep. So that's part of the reason why it just doesn't work out. You know, it's like if you have a big establishment, you can put the kid to bed. You can close the door and then you can work and you can keep on working. And you don't have to keep the schedule of a toddler or whatever. You can can actually keep the schedule of an adult where you can say, okay, well, it's day's end, but hey, I got to clean up. And you can actually do it, you know, Uh, without, you know, making, waking the kid up when you, when you're doing the dishes and clanging around and all that sort of thing. You can have a conversation. You can power up a laptop without the lights bothering people. It's like, it's a lot of little things like that, that, uh, I mean, really, there's a lot to be said with the larger space that really helped uh, a lot, you know, so, um, the space we got was, uh, an answer to prayer, Uh, this is true, um, I know some of you guys may not believe in prayer, or may not believe in God, or whatever, but, uh, you know, we, alright, so, this so you may as well just turn off this podcast now because the rest of this might even be offensive to you. I have no idea, but earlier this year um, we realized that uh, the truck we have has three seats we we're gonna need four so we prayed and we were like, hey God, you know you see our financial situation. See where we're at. You see what we're trying to do in life. You see that we need a car. So if you could uh hook us up with a car that has more than 3 seats, that'd be great. So we'd already been giving given a car, but that car broke down. It had a it needs the front um what do you call those things? The front control arms. Both of those need fixed and maybe the cv joints it's like probably like close to a $1500 job I'm guessing so we we prayed and a few days later uh, we get a call out of the blue saying hey we got you a car you know from some people we knew um, and they they brought us a car low miles old car but low miles, and really a gym, like one of those uh, old lady garage kept kind of gyms that you just, if you ever see them on the market, you know, 30 different people are going to try to get the exact same one, so somehow we managed to get this car, and uh, it was a gift, it was for free, um, we did have to pay to transfer the title, but you know, a couple hundred bucks is not anything to get a car you know comparatively so yeah well within budget so anyway we got the car and that was cool and then we're like well we got this tiny little space and we need a bigger space so we're like well let's go ahead and just pray for a house and so we did so then a few days later well a few weeks later actually out of the blue completely 100% unsolicited Uh, one of our friends called us and was like, Hey, God's been bugging me lately. He says that I got to get you a house. (laughs) And so this guy, he literally pays for all the logistical things that are needed. Um, which in our case was like, unfortunately, unfortunately, but at the same time getting on the power grid. Uh well not the power grid the water grid and uh, we were doing on the the power grid but yeah getting on the water grid upgrading the power grid situation that we did have and uh, and we got this house delivered to our property and through a, s- a synchronistic set of events we ended up getting the the park soil um, and I know that's that sounds kind of crazy all right so we bought. Right, we bought raw land and the raw land was literally like just woods. So we moved here, had to hack a place for the truck to park with the machete. And it was, it was very rustic living for the first year, two year, three years, whatever. Anyway, rustic living. So then we, uh, we hired a bulldozer, um, Paid for by the uh, the guy that, that wanted to, you know, give us the house. And we cleared a spot big enough for it. The pad was sand and just sand. We we really needed clay or something like that to make it even better. But that was like, that was going to be a lot more. Uh, we were going to have to pay several hundred dollars um, to get, even close to the loads that we needed, like we're talking more like close to five hundred plus dollars worth of of soil, and that's just for the pad itself. That's not even talking about the runway to the pad. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, the trailer ended up getting a chase trailer. It's not a trailer, but it's something close. You know, so, uh, I got a little bit of a cold right now, which is unfortunate and unusual, but, uh, considering the amount of sleep deprivation, understandable, um, anyway, so I, I took, uh, our kid one day down to the local park, and I was like, hey, you know, he really wanted to go to the park, he was all about the park, and all this sort of thing, and I was like, hey, the park's closed, you know, they, they aren't letting people in, but, you know what? I'll drive you by there so you can see it for yourself. So I go over there and there's there's construction workers. I, I even called the uh the city hall before I went and they were like, "Yeah, that park's closed, you can't go." And I was like, "All right, whatever. I'll just drive by there." Show the show the little man that uh the park's closed. So I go over there and I was like, "Hey, park closed." Um but the gates were open and these construction workers were doing their thing and i was like you know what i'm just gonna pull in there anyway i'm gonna talk to them and just ask if, if i can you know if we can go to the playground and then i'll get the official no we can't and we'll just go home and that's that so we go in and i'm like hey do you mind if my kid plays on the playground while you guys are working and they're like pretty much just like sure whatever just stay out of our way they like, cool whatever So we go in there, and he's, you know, going down the slide and whatever, yada, yada. And I see the guy getting a a big old dump truck, and it's just chock full of this clay soil, gravels, clay, you know, sand, but mostly clay and gravel. And uh, so I was like, hey, what are you guys doing with that? Because it looked like he was about to drive off with it. The guy's like, Well, we're going to take that to the dump. Just get rid of it. So I was like, Well, why don't you dump it in my house? I'm probably closer than the dump anyway. So I get in my car. You know, we, we abruptly end our, our park excursion with a promise to return. And uh, we escort the bulldozer guy or the uh, dump truck guy all the way to our house and he literally brought like 15 loads of clay soil. Some of it's old baseball fields. Some of it's the rest of the park and just dumped it on our place. And I tipped him 10 bucks a load. So for like 150 bucks, we got 15 loads. And so we not only got the pad completely covered with like clay and, and rock and stuff like that. We also got the runway up to the pad covered with these things. And uh, and a little extra to boot. So we ended up with with a great amount, perfect amount, really, for what we needed. And uh, and then the trailer showed up. Um, oh, I did take my kid back to the car, uh, the park. Uh, the the promise was made. Get on. He went down the slide a bunch. He had a great time. Yada yada yada. Enjoyed seeing the bulldozers, etc. Um, so yeah, so then, uh, and then the day of, well, like two days before the guy calls me out of the blue, the guy who, who was getting us the house and he's like, Hey, um, so I found out that this thing is really not, it's not 12 and a half foot wide. It's, it's actually 14 foot wide. So we need to reevaluate the road because, well, we live down this gnarly little dirt road. So I was like, alright, alright. So we go out there and we have measuring tapes and stuff and we're we're crunching numbers and all this and he's like, Okay, we gotta take about at least a foot off the road here, a foot off the road there yada yada. We had already talked with the city on it and they did what they could and they said we needed to get permission from the from the uh property owners, uh, of the side of the road in order to, you know, see if we could widen it up and stuff like that. So so we go up there and we talked to them and they said, well, you know, you're trying to bring a house in for your family. So sure. You can, you can, you know, get rid of some trees and push the banks wide and yada, yada, et cetera. So we did. Um, so I, I, I called all my bulldozer peoples. Everybody was busy. Um, the guy that lives behind us was, was busy too. He said, I he, you know, he had to go to work early in the morning and he just, wasn't going to be able to do it. And I was like, all right, well, you know, this is a situation that if you could, you know, if you have any friends that have bulldozers or whatever, anything you could do to help us out, we'd, we'd appreciate it. So we had a few hours and he calls me back and he's like, all right, look, I can get up at first light and come and do this thing for you. But, uh, you know, just, just be there, be ready. And So I I woke up at 4.30 the next day. He was there by 5. And I showed him, you know, hey, we need to shave a foot off here, a foot off there, you know, all this yada yada. So the guy comes down with his his bulldozer thing. And he's like, ah, this, this isn't really the bulldozer for the job that you're wanting done. And I told him what we were trying to do exactly as far as what we're trying to get down the road. I like, well, if you could push the road here and push the road there, that'd be cool. And uh, so he jumps on this thing, and he just starts going nuts with it. And he's pushing things and I, that I didn't tell him to do, and he's making the road way wider than I thought it needed to be. And um, he really, like, I was like, this guy probably didn't hear half a word I said because he's doing way more than I was talking about. He's knocking down trees to the point where I'm like, oh, I need to to go talk to the neighbors again almost, you know? And uh, anyway, because he did it how he did it, the thing got down here. Had he not done it that way, it would not have happened. And this is the day of, the day this thing's showing up. And this thing came from way up north, a several day journey down, and... It was gonna get stuck at the top of our road and there was it was gonna have to get left there or something, you know, or taken on to somewhere else or whatever, but there was no way it was gonna get down our road. But because this guy came and did this thing at like five in the morning, it got down the road. And I'm talking within six inch clearance in some places, like really, really tight fit, but this thing got down the road. Excuse me, like I said, I got that cold. So anyway, so after that bulldozer man did his thing, I go to give him a uh, hundred bucks. He he worked an hour. Honestly, it was worth two hundred or three hundred or more or whatever. But I had a hundred bucks, so I was gonna give him a hundred dollars. And uh, he's just like, nope, not taking your money. And this is one of the bulldozers where the head level. Uh, my head level was right around where his foot level was, so he's he's sitting up real high in this cab. It's a pretty big bulldozer thing, and you're uh, like, yep, nope, not taking your money. You know, have a nice day. I, I, you know, I just wanted to help you guys out. And he drives off with his little bulldozer thing. And anyway, this this uh, trailer showed up later and literally just barely made it down the the road. It was um, sixty two foot long, fourteen foot wide. And uh, the driver, I mean, luckily, the driver was a professional. The driver was somebody with 25 years' experience, and he nailed it. He did it like, it was impressive to watch the driving because there was zero margin for error, Uh, very, 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 like I said, within six inches in some places. And uh, he pulled it off, and wow, wow. Anyway, so this thing got here, and uh yeah, so then we upgraded from our tiny little house to a uh three bedroom one and a half bath with a kitchen and a living room place, and yeah, that's where we're at right now, and that's uh that's some of the stories of the blessings of god and so if you're if you don't believe in that sort of thing that's on you, but that's what happened, that's reality, and so now we're in the process of fixing it up and moving in, and so that's why I've been super busy lately, sleep deprivation bit, um, that's also involved, but I think that was for its own reasons, uh, maybe that's another story for another day, but... What a journey! What a crazy journey! We do have payments on this thing. Um, we have to pay it off. However, the amount that we have to pay off versus the amount that was spent um, is shy several hundred or several okay, several thousand dollars. So, we we only have to pay a little bit compared to what it was. And our payments are super reasonable. My buddy with an eighteen foot trailer has bigger payments than we do, and uh yeah, so really super cool and grateful to have this i, I really uh really believe that God looks out for people um if they seek first the kingdom of God. And I think that's the thing. You gotta seek first the kingdom of God. You know, you gotta be, you gotta be pursuing God. And uh, so the just will live by faith. Living by faith isn't living by crunching the numbers and getting it done like that so much. You know, that's it's one thing to have faith in your own finances. It's another thing to have faith in God to do with the impossible. Because, really, this was one of the impossible things. We couldn't, there's no way we could have afforded what what happened here. So, anyway, that's that. All for now.